Hi everyone, welcome into Primetime TV. I'm one of your hosts, Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is my partner in crime, Dennis Kelly. We are back again. Good to be back. It is really good to be back so that we can talk about ageless living. That's quite a healthy phrase. Your favorite it's, subject. It is my favorite subject, especially since I just turned 70. How about that? 70. The big 7 Exactly. Still going strong. I too. tell you, at age seventy, it's just like a whole—it's like a whole new world has opened up, and so many things have been coming to both of us. And the first thing is really gratitude. We're back on the dance floor again after I supposedly had a torn meniscus. If some of you were with us, you heard about all that story. But you know, today it's really all about you because you're tuning in here for a reason. And if you've been following us for any length of time, we really just want to let you know that we're grateful, we appreciate it, and we're going to be giving back more and more and more right here on this show and wherever we can go where people will hear what we have to say, right? You know, I used to think... 70 was old. You did? When was, yeah, when I was young, in my teens or late late teens, oh, yeah. I thought 50, 40 was old. 30, was 30. When we were teens, we think Now I look 30. at 70, <laughs> I feel like a teenager. It's true. And wouldn't you say that it has everything to do with that mindset, that ageless living mindset? Really, it's, it's truly the a ABCs. The attitude, the gratitude, and the attitude plays the biggest place in health, fitness, and anti-aging. Yeah. You can take all the vitamins in the world, yeah. exercise to your balloon face, but if that attitude isn't good, it's going to take its toll. It's like dripping acid in the system. Boy, isn't that the truth? And there's so much that we share on Primetime. We've been doing this show for how long, John? Is it, is it going on five years? It's been that long? Three? No. Four, at least four, yeah. Yeah. We'll be doing our, uh, I've been doing the chamber shows and all. Right here on WeBeam TV, that is a household name. We are globally, which is also great to get our messages out. So I just really want to get started in talking about, a, this is just a taste, okay? A taste, a tease, to just let you hear a little bit, some of it you may have heard before, but there's nothing like a constant drip of good, solid information, tried and true information, correct? Absolutely. And because we have the heart to share with every one of you what has worked for us, and we're still learning, we're still observing others, we're still gathering whatever data that makes sense to us and adding to our entire program. So uh, I, I have to go back to when we, we were on the dance floor and I took a dive south. And this, when it comes to attitude, it really has everything to do with everything. Attitude, your perception, when what? Life's events don't what? Meet up to your expectations, right? right? So how do we deal with stress? That is a number one biggie that we have learned how to master. We master this on a daily basis. And when I was sitting there for two and a half weeks, I discovered that, yep, I got this mastered pretty darn good attitude while you while I was barking. I think you did you. fantastic. Yeah, but it's all the training and, and, and the living the life experiences, whether it's somebody has passed away in the family, you have a family crisis, there's family intervention, financial hardships, whatever the case may be, it comes right down to how we're going to manage that stress level and manage it. Well, the challenge started way back in our Paleolithic ancestor days. 
that uh, we're not genetically engineered to handle this kind of excitement, this kind of mind concept changes. Everything is so fast. We matured mentally faster than we matured so uh, emotionally. Exactly. And the emotions haven't caught up with the mental. That's why we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. That's why there's wars. That's why there's divorces. People have not become emotionally stable. And I think more than ever today, I mean, you can get out on U.S. Highway 19 here in Florida, or you can go on any of the highways wherever you live, and you can see it's running rampant from our wonderful techie devices here to just everyday stresses in the traffic and things that really can add from the morning you get up and the, you know, with that alarm clock. Fortunately, we don't have that buzzer anymore. We listen to Joy FM. It's a Christian broadcast station. Better way to wake up. Oh my goodness, it really sets the tone for my day and, and listening to some of the devotionals on there. And it, it does make a difference. So we love to share with you what we do in our life experience in hopes that maybe you'll be able to glean just a little something, something, and maybe give us some of your ideas too that we can share on the air because we don't have all the answers, but we've got a lot of them, wouldn't you say? I would say we got a bushel basket or two full. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, your book has played a major part in my life, as you know. And that book is, gosh, from 1996. That's how old it is. But have you ever noticed that we're starting to get more back to basics? We're getting back to good old-fashioned eating properly. Take your vitamins if you're going to need to take your vitamins, right? Exercise. Exercise is, which number is that in your book? Exercise, is that, isn't that number one? Yeah, that's the beginning. That's what that's, I thought. That's the first start of the six steps. So, yeah, and I wanted to touch on that because, as I said, we're going to give you a taste of ageless living. These are what we do on a regular basis. Exercise, why is that so important? Well, the, that could be a long, drawn-out discussion. I know. You can't, you can't just but give a taste. The shortcut of, of it, our bodies and minds and emotions are geared to exercise for the go back into the primitive days. And they worked in the, the labor. They climbed trees. They hunted. You know, they didn't need exercise. They were getting all the exercise. However, as centuries gone by, we don't climb trees like we did and things like that. And so we have to really make a substitute and come up with an exercise program. Because if you don't, what you don't use, you lose. Mm -hmm. that's and, very true. and you lose quite a bit quite fast when you don't exercise. And that's how we actually met was at the gym. You put me on your program as you were writing your book, The Six Steps to the Fountain of Youth. And um, you were very big about the whole exercise program because what it does is not only do you work your, your muscle groups, but you can remain healthier. And if something happens to you, like an accident, you overcoming Parkinson's and melanoma last Yeah, by year. the way, in case you see me shaking and my voice slurs a couple times, I'm recovering from Parkinson's. Notice I say recovering. It's all in the attitude, I'm telling you. Absolutely. It is in the attitude. Well, let me give some statistics sure. that are sort of frightening for people that don't exercise. And I, I hope that I instill maybe a little bit of fear so you will exercise. At 35 years of age, if the person does not exercise, when they turn 70, they have lost 12% of their physical capabilities per year. 
per year. So that means they've lost 50% of their physical capabilities. If you exercise three times a week at least, three times a week, at 35 years of age, you lose 0.5%. That's only 12.5%. So that's not a, a bad thing. However, I have proven, beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you exercise properly, mm -hmm. combine strengthening exercise with things like Qigong and Tai Chi, and that type of exercise and well-planned, you can be at 65 years of age better than the average 21-year-old. Because the average 21-year-old is not healthy in this day and age. They're not exercising. I can do things now at 80 mm -hmm. that I couldn't do in my 20s. Now, there are a few things I could do in my 20s that I can't do now, but very rare. That's true. And I, that's because of a combination of the six steps of the Fountain of Youth. Well, and too, the, um, the whole subtitle to the six steps of the Fountain of Youth is really the mind, body, and spirit. And the mind is the map. I love this. The body is the vehicle and the spirit is the fuel and it drives you through your journey in life. And I noticed when I joined the gym, even though I did think you were cute and all that, okay, you had a lot to share with your customers. And using me as an example, and when I was working at the Home Shopping Network and working those grueling hours in the overnights, I needed to get some exercise because I needed to work the stresses off. And it, it just did such a world of good. My husband is at the gym every single day. Um, I'm not as religious as he is, but I do other things. I do a lot of dancing. Um, and when I do get to the gym, I always feel better. The Tai Chi and the Qigong I wanna to touch on too, because that's all described in your book. And um, if you take a look, just Google the Harvard Harvard Medical School, they did a book on Tai Chi and Qi Kong, which gives an amazing testimonial and clinical studies on people that are doing Tai Chi and Qi Kong. And one of the things that you just read the other day was that it can help your bones become stronger. Oh, yeah. So hold that thought. Time to go to break. We'll be right back. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hotlocks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hotlocks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. at a certain age so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi everyone, welcome back into Primetime TV. It's time for you to finish your comments from just before we took our quick break that I ran to. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. with me is Dennis Kelly, and we're sharing a taste of ageless living. Do you remember what you were gonna say? <laughs> No, I don't remember what I was going to say. What can I say? That was a whole three minutes ago, right? Yeah, that's well, a long we, time. We were talking about exercise. We were talking about Tai Chi and Qigong. And uh, the fact that we were reading out of the Harvard Medical School book. It's a whole thick book on Tai Chi and Qigong. And they've done those clinical studies. And I tell you, they're making some serious remarks and claims on that. And they were saying how it can help build the strength in your bones. And when I went down on the dance floor, I could very well have broken my bone in my leg, and I didn't. Well, I can also say that all the tournaments I competed in since 1976 up until two years ago and never had a broken bone and never had a serious incident happen because my body withstood the trauma of fighting in the ring. So the, the key thing is not to grow old and become fragile. One Thank of the worst you. thing you do, people that, that don't exercise or don't do enough exercise, they get with their age, they're fragile. And when you're fragile, any little bump or any little accident or any little fall can be serious. Mm -hmm. So the key is not to become fragile. How do you keep from being fragile? Eat right, sleep right, have a good attitude, and exercise. There's, there is no substitute for the exercise. And the reason that the Qigong and Tai Chi are so important, in fact, according to the article I read in the St. Petersburg Times paper this weekend, they, the research has just about proven exercise is the best exercise in the world for people as they grow old. The Tai Chi and Qigong. Not just for old people, for young. Yeah. I contribute that to 90% of my success fighting in the ring. That's right. Was the fact that I had relaxed muscles, that I didn't injure the same, that I had more energy. We, we call it internal strength. When internal strength over, will overcome external strength any day of the week. And ex explain that internal strength for maybe somebody that might be a new viewer Well, today. our core strength comes from the abdominal area. The Chinese call it the Dantean area. This is the seed of all of our strength. 
And the key is when you move slowly and you breathe slowly and you do that with the right attitude coupled with music and the right environment, then you are really strengthening the internal part of the body, which the strength of the internal part of the body is unlimited. The only thing is that you have to realize you have it. I mm -hmm. call it the power. Mm -hmm. You do. You have mentioned that many, many times that we do have this internal strength, this internal power. One of these days, we'll have to bring in a couple of really strong guys and do that exercise with you where you we, where they try to lift you up, they lift you up, they guess your weight, and then you center your internal power, your internal chi, and they can't pick him up, not even a speck In other words, the two of them stand on each side of me, cannot pick me up, and I don't care how strong they are, it's, it's almost impossible for them to pick me up. And I've done it for many years. No two people have ever been able to do it. That's right. That's that center strength. That's the same type of strength that when a car falls off the jack and lands on top of a woman's son or your loved one, you can actually pick that car up yeah. off the, the poor person that the car fell on. And I've heard that happen. Yeah, it happened Numerous in Hudson times. not too long ago, Hudson, Florida. Yeah. A woman picked her town car up to, enough for her son to get out from under it when the jack fell down. So, the town car is a heavy car. Yeah, it is. So so what we're trying to do is just share share the things, and they truly are our secrets. I mean, your book, The Six Steps to the Fountain of Youth, people go, well, is there really a fountain of youth? Of course there is. You know where it is? It's right here. It's right here. That's do right. you disagree? No, no. It's all right there. We, we were have born with it. Unlimited potential. Unlimited. We were born a champion. Mm-hmm. And the problem is people don't know we have that type of ability. Yeah, yeah. And my whole life is geared around convincing people that, I, that they have a champion inside of them. Mm -hmm. In fact, they were the fastest swimmers before they were born. This is a great story. I know you want to tell it. Go ahead. I love it. With the little spermatosa guys, a few of them get to the egg quicker than the others. So they were champions. In fact, the queen vibrates at a certain level, and the little spermatosa guys and gals, they vibrate at a certain level, and then they communicate the queen, her vibration matches the sperm's vibration. You have a conception there. It's like they say it's a beautiful explosion. Mm -hmm. And that's where our championship starts, and we won the swimming race to get to that position. But what happens to us, some of us, we lose that ability through whatever happens in our life experience, you know, depending on sometimes how we're raised and the attitudes that surround us, the environment that we're in, and it kind of suppresses that. So both of us had, have had to work on some of those things. And this is why we're here today to help you with what we've been doing day in and day out, every single day. And it really does make a whole lot of difference. So starting with the attitude, uh, and along with attitude, one thing I want to add with that too, is perception. Perception and attitude really go hand in hand because I could say something to you in one way and you can take it one way, or I could say the same thing in a different way with a different attitude, with a different tone of voice, and it can be taken another way. And a lot of times, that is how 
disputes come up, right? Arguments come up because the tone of somebody's voice. That's true. You know, you can, you can, it's just amazing. And I started working on my attitude when I was a rebel teenager. Oh yeah, that would be me, a rebel <laughs> teenager. Yeah. And um, now today we're all about coming from love. I, I'm always posting something on that. It's not that I'm trying to be mushy gushy or anything like that, but love is the mainstay for us as humans if we want to live in balance, in harmony, in a world, our world, that might be a better place. What do you think? I think uh, you hit it right on the head. Mm -hmm. uh, Deepak Chopra said something quite interesting. He, his concept of aging, aging is a premature cognitive commitment. We see other people growing old at a certain age, and then we feel we should be growing old. That's not a conscious thought, it's a subconscious thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, people don't usually sit there and think about that. They think about growing old and they become negative about it, but they don't realize that, it, that a lot of their problem is their friends, because when they get together, they talk old talk. <laughs> they know. And... There was a great deal of research, but on the next break, uh, if we have enough time, I'll go into the little story, the research done by Helen Langard of Harvard University, that beyond a shadow of a doubt proves that our attitude, our thoughts, our feelings, and our activities have a profound effect on us going into an anti-aging mode. In other words, becoming biologically younger. You can actually reverse the aging process. I know. To a degree. I know that. We've done that. In fact, I had, remember, I had my biological age tested in Kelowna, Canada at the Longevity Institute many years ago. Yeah, I remember that. And as a result of making the right choices from a heart-empowered life, which we do on a regular basis, we made some decisions to do some particular supplements that helped both of us. And I had my age reversed nine years based on testing. They did a battery of different tests, muscle tests, uh, eye hand, just all kinds of different things. And I found it really, really fascinating. So, and your belief system. And the other thing that I am so firm about is when it comes right down to choices. How do we make the best choices in our lives? Do you know how? Do you have a set pattern for it? Because if you don't, we've discovered it. And it's not something that we just made up. It's all backed by science, technology, and medical documentations. And it's all about our company through my husband's efforts of going to the Hills of HeartMath Institute became a certified HeartMath Institute life coach. And so we use our system based on the frequency of how we are living our life daily. Make sense? How'd that come out? Come on, Ari. Thank you. You did a great job of explaining okay. it. Well, we live it every day. And when, when many of us have made decisions from our, our head, sometimes that doesn't work out so well for us, right? But maybe you've felt this gut feeling. And if you have, that's your heart speaking to you. We've done that for many, many years. It's called that, ah, I got this gut feeling, right? This gut feeling down here that's telling me, no, nah, don't go that way, go this way. Well, there's a thing, there's a thing about it. And HeartMath Institute has done all the studies. They've been around for many, many years. They're in all departments of the uh, military. 
right? Yeah. They're in a lot of the schools, and their coaching program is phenomenal. And at first, when I was doing a couple of the exercises, it was a little slow catching on, but now it's boom, boom, boom. And I just know how to make those decisions. I really do. And I love it. And I love you for teaching me all that. <laughs> all right. What we're going to do is take another little time out. I know this hour is going by real quick, but it's all about a taste of ageist living. So stay there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome into Primetime TV. I'm Barbara Marville Kelly. With me is Dennis Kelly. We're talking about our favorite subject ever. Anti-aging. Anti-aging, ageless living, you name it. We got it all for you. Just ask us any questions. Send us questions on Facebook if you like. Get a hold of us. And you can always do that at barbaramarville one at gmail.com. I, just so you know, have bailed out of AOL. Finally. <laughs> I'm just saying, I did it without you. <laughs> so you can get a hold of us that way. We'll both answer. Um, so you were going to talk about Helen Langer. And Helen Langer apparently was this researcher that did the most extensive research on anti-aging. So let's hear it. Yeah, that was Helen Langer of Harvard University. She did one of the most extensive anti-aging research programs ever done. She took a group of geriatrics up into the mountains, several dozen of them, all over 70 years of age. And the deal was they were going to be there for 10 days. But before they went, they did the most extensive testing on their bio rhythms, on their biochemistry, the stickness of their skin, the hair, everything, every kind of research that needed to be done to establish a biological age was done. They were up in the mountains there for 10 days. The deal was they couldn't, they couldn't talk about anything present. They had to talk about things that were done 20 years ago, like who is the heavyweight champion of the world at, at that time, Floyd Madison, or Patterson. Oh, my goodness. And they, they took this research to show what would happen if these geriatrics would dress 20, like 20 years ago, talk read newspapers from 20 years ago. That was for 10 days. When they came back from the retreat, the amazing thing is, that's hard for people to believe, they retrogressed in age, their biological age was three to five years younger than it was before they came up to the, the retreat. That to me is very, very profound. It proves that there is a lot to this attitude, to our conversation, to who we hang out around, and things like that. They all contribute to our biological age. You can't do anything with the chronological, but that's not important. It's the biological. Because over in Asia, they, they actually, it's a reward to be older. They respect people that are older because they have, at 70, 80, 900 years of age, these individuals have such great health, can do things that the average 40-year-old can't do. You know, there's uh, so much truth to that. And, you know, what you think about, you bring about. And it all starts with a single thought, which we've covered in past shows and talking about your thoughts are powerful things. And your, your thoughts are what creates your self-talk. If you ever listen to somebody that is really negative, that's where they go. It's almost like the brain, well, the brain is a muscle and the muscle has memory, so they just keep pounding themselves with negative talk, negative talk. And what happens to the body physiologically with all that negative talk and negative words? What happens? It deteriorates. Mm -hmm. It ages rapidly. Mm -hmm. And that's such a sad element because life is so beautiful. And even though, like, I have, I'm recovering from Parkinson's disease, I still 
can do all the things I want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not letting disease take over. I'm no. taking over. No. I call it the dragon, the dragon of aging, the how to slay the dragon. So I take this energy that Parkinson's is supposed to take away from me, and I look at them as the dragon or any type of stress that I encompass from someone or something, and I just turn that around. I look at it as attacking a dragon rather than a person. That's right. So That's you're right. attacking the stress of from that person, not the person itself. And, and I, I love to talk about this because if we can help one person out there that maybe has a family member, a, you know, a, a neighbor, a boss, anything like that that you might be dealing with, there are ways to get them turned around. You know, you've heard them say coming in like a lion and out like a lamb. We do it all the time and it works. And you know what? It's all from living a heart-centered and very empowered lifestyle. As we were talking about the Dantian area that holds your power, that's the seat of your power. And if the average person would realize that they, we're all born with it, we're born, we come into the world with this greatness. We're born a champion. Absolutely, we are born a yeah. champion. In fact, in um, your next book coming out, there's you're working on an article that's called The Heart of a Master Champion. And you know what? There's a master champion in, in everyone. Everyone has that capability. It's just that it takes us a while to figure it out. And some people don't ever figure it out because they, they figure they're going to do it their way. And if it's working for them, that's really great. We feel that what's working for us is really awesome. It's really stellar because we've been through, you know, life hasn't always been a bed of roses, right? Um, oh, yeah, we've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Exactly, exactly. And so when you can master, I say master, make mistakes, absolutely, we have. But we, you can master the system. And every time you feel like you're failing at something, you're able to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. In less than two minutes, we have the two-minute rule because after two minutes, that's when all the, the bad chemicals start dripping into the system and causes dis-ease. And dis-ease is one of the top causes for not only from the stress, but also in many cases premature aging because we just fail to meet our expectations when stress happens. So that's one of the biggest things that we really know how to master on the spot whether somebody's in your face or not, not that anybody's been in our face <laughs> ever, really, but it works because it's the same, it's the same process, right? Yeah, same and, process. and it's, it's actually fun to do these things yeah. if you do it with the right attitude. Yeah, exactly. So I love that story about Helen Langer, and you also wanted to talk about the Queen Bee. Yeah, well, that is quite an interesting subject. A lot of people don't realize that the bees the bumblebees have actually created a miracle in what in part of their system of surviving the queen bee is taking care of the younger bees that are hatched all take care of the queen bee the older bees they're the forager bees they go out and get the pollen bring it back to the nest and give it to the little worker bees and they take care of the queen now, when they take up a different hive, sometimes when they expand and take over a different hive, then they need more younger bees than they do older bees to get the processing going. No, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. <laughs> they, they actually spend 
time the older bees bring in the pollen and give it to the younger bees, then when they open a new hive, then what happens is the younger bees have to get older because they need more bees to go get the pollen. So the younger bees have to age quickly. So they do that on purpose. But when the hive, the hive gets big enough where they want to go to another hive, they need more forager bees. Younger, I'm sorry, they need more younger bees. And the key is what they do is they re-age. They take away their age. Somehow, majestically speaking, they actually take away many, many weeks of their age and retrogress, they become a younger bee again. That's crazy stuff. When they need more of the younger bees than the older bees. That's really wild. That's just so wild. And, and you know, and it goes back to so many different things that we've talked about on many shows here. And I just love when you share these stories and even the metaphors that we do when you talk about with your book, the mind is the map, the body is the vehicle, and the spirit is the fuel. If you really stop and think about that, there's so much truth to it. And that is what the whole driving force was in you writing your book back in 1996 that still works today. You notice how people are wanting to get back to more basics? I mean, getting back to more basics, getting back to like prayer in the family, going to do things with the family more, trying to limit on our technical devices here because there's so much lack of communication and we have seen that with so many people on the news. Oh, don't turn on the news. You don't want to do that. that. That'll really send you flying. However, if you know how to master your life, you can turn it off, right? Absolutely. And uh, interesting book written by a woman called... Uh, Anna Weiss? Anna Weiss, thank you. Written by Anna Weiss. She's talking about her book is a high-performance mind. Oh, that is an excellent book. And her concept is a high-performance mind is a mind that can, through confidence, build up and the benefits and desires to meet any circumstance. In other words, to create an emotional stability within the person that they can handle any situation with ease, even tragedies where they keep their cool. And this, this is... What the Asians speak of, the martial artists especially, is reaching a point of imperturbability. I was hoping for that word. Where nobody can rock your boat. And that's, that's able to be done. And let mm -hmm. me tell you something. The person that can do that is priceless as far as what kind of work they would be hired to do, when they would do it, and so on. Because they have this ability to take and turn any situation around. That's and, right. and that's very few a percentage of the population. Unfortunately, 77%, according to the experts, uh, of the people are genetically negative. The, nature has created us to be born more negative than positive. Mm -hmm. You take positive one slice this way, negative is two slices on our computer. <laughs> so that's why it's so important. Her book, like I say, covered that. That high performance mind can at will reach a state of consciousness and most beneficial and desirable for any given circumstance. Any given circumstances, and it all comes back to attitude, self talk, negative talk, and all of that. Um, are you getting ready to say something else? Yeah. What? Well, how'd you You're know a, that? He's on a roll. Go for it. The best example I've seen at people that would lose their cool and people that would keep their cool 
was a situation I was in when I was announcing at drag strips all around the country. That was a part-time job I had as a drag race announcer, besides being a racer of my own. You got 30 seconds, just so you know. Uh, when the yellow uh, dragster broke into the crowd at Yellow River, Georgia, mm -hmm. killed 13 people, injured 50. I was one of the ones that had to go out there and create a semblance of order, clear the crowd away, amongst others. And you could see the people that could handle s s tragedies that would actually lose their cool. I was surprised through my studies that I could do it as well as I did. And you never, you didn't know something like that was going to happen. No. And you know what? Being prepared is the key. We're going to take another quick break and we're down to the last segment. So it's going to be the power segment. We'll be right back after this. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back into Primetime TV. I'm Barbara Marvel Kelly. With me is my husband, Dennis Kelly. We're uh, doing what we do best, is talking about what our passion is. Boy, time goes by fast when we get together like this. I know. It really does. And during the break, we wanted to uh, go over a couple of real major points that uh, we work into our system in our daily living. And one of the things is we follow the map. Now, what do you think the map is? The map that you go on your device and look up how to get somewhere, which isn't always correct, right? Just kind of in life. If you follow the map, as you say, the mind is the map. Well, our map is what we consider the master action plan, and that is exactly what we follow. That is our system, and part of that is your trineurogenics, which is outlined in your book, The Six Steps, and you coined that name. It's on your shirt and uh, writing, which I, I love. And it's a system that you developed way before you met me and used me as the guinea pig or the example. And it, it worked, it did. But one thing is really, really important for us to understand, and that is your emotional compass, also known as your emotional intelligence. Yeah, people think that IQ is so important. In fact, at the turn of the century, a Frenchman named Bonnet came out with the IQ test. That was the most disastrous thing that was put into the public as an IQ test. Because people are told that they have average or below average IQ, that becomes a paradigm. Mm -hmm. Some of the most intelligent people are working for some of the dumbest. <laughs> I, I hear you. I, I used to tell my staff that I succeed because I'm too dumb to know why I won't work. <laughs> So the, the key is building up your emotional intelligence. 85% of being successful in a business and getting a, a step upward in, in the business you're in uh, is attitude. 15% is product knowledge. So 85% is the attitude. If you have an attitude of gratitude, a caring, loving attitude about life, about yourself, you are priceless as far as your value to a corporation. Absolutely. I, when I had, I had many employees working for me back years ago, and the problem we had then was spend so much time with the losers and not enough time with the producers. When I started spending more time with the producers rather than the losers, the ones with the happy attitude, I found out my business did much better. And that, I'm glad to hear you say that. I think that there's more businesses focusing on what you just spoke about, is, is working with people so that they have that commonality of balance and positivity. Well, yeah, and what contributes most to how successful you want to be, I can give in three steps. The need for what you do, mm. your ability to do it, and the difficulty in replacing you. Aha! That's the need the for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty in replacing. Ask yourself, does this company need me? Mm -hmm. Or do, do I need this profession? How can I contribute more to this profession? How can the profession contribute more to me? The, all these things fit into anti-aging. Yes, they do. Because they if do. you have a zest for life, you want to live, the brain is funny. It... it takes and affects every area of the body and mind. 
So the brain, through a series of neuropeptides or molecular messengers that send messages to soldier cells that travel within the bloodstream and the lymphatic system, these soldier cells are there to fight against disease, trauma, and to keep the body healthy. So that's why sickness and disease is a premature cognitive commitment. It's you see other people getting sick sometimes and you, you get sick because you're just not doing the right things to stay healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. So that's why the success of an individual as far as their health and fitness, you have your soldier cells fighting like hell. Yeah. Yeah, and the are. soldier cells fight to protect if you want to live. But if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I don't... Making inter internal conversation can affect us. External conversation also, obviously. The key thing is you're affected by those things in a, in a negative way. Exactly. That's exactly. why all disease is psychosomatic. You know, honestly, when oh. I was... Um sitting i don't want to say down because i wasn't down i really was not down i was walking around on a walker for three weeks that's after i ditched the the crutches the day after the emergency room and you know i had a choice i had a choice to either sit there and feel sorry for myself and live in what if land what if i never walk again what if i never dance again what would i be what could i do if that was the case and i would be doing right what we're we're doing here is we're helping to educate how to stay in that positive level, that attitude, that higher sense of consciousness, because that is really what works for our highest good. And every day, I counted my blessings that it could have been worse. It could have been worse. And eventually, I kept, I kept just following the program, counting my blessings, counting the gratitude, being so thrilled that we have an opportunity to use our show here on WeBeam TV as a platform to help other people because if we all do our share, just one person at a time, one heart at a time, we can make a difference in the world. There's so much fighting and jangling and everything's so upside down out there. But you know what? Life is still beautiful. It's still good. People are good. Americans are good. Patriots are good. And there's so much for us to be thankful for, and that is one of our key secrets, and it may be one of yours. If not, try it a little more each day, each day. I thought I was at a very high level of gratitude until I was sitting for almost three weeks, and that was the truth. It took me to a deeper level of gratitude that is almost inexplainable. And then, of course, when I turned 70, the savvy 70, right? just all these bells and whistles and light bulbs went off and we're going to be diving in even more and more and more with our program get it out there for you and um, it's going to be exciting we have a great year to look forward to 2019 that will be here right around the corner and here we are partner here we are and thank god we're here I know, lots to be thankful for. And so in closing, these are some of the things that we want you to think about is, you know, and here is my husband's website. Thank you, John, for popping that up. It's dennis-kelly.com. And you can see a lot of really good, healthy information on there about the exercise that we were talking about, which is so critical, so important to get moving, get moving. Well, you can either pay the price of discipline or the price of regret. Discipline weighs ounces. Regret weighs tons. Mm -hmm. So it's your choice. Yeah, yeah. And our choices 
that we make today will be how we are tomorrow. It, Our it, prices so today, or what we do today, is affected what we were choosing yesterday. Exactly. And we talked about choices, which is another uh, really big secret of ours, is knowing how to make those right choices by living a heart-empowered life. And we'll be sharing that exercise as you watch the shows. Please share our shows, if you will, because it's important to us and it will be even more important to you when you start noticing a difference in your life. We guarantee it, right? Absolutely. All you got to do is commit, right? Make that commitment to yourself. That's right. And show some skin in the game and it will all work. And sometimes it's not real easy. It wasn't meant to be easy. No, but... It becomes easier. Two things that I live my life by. Two rules. Rule number one, don't threat the small stuff. Rule number two, everything is small stuff. We're here today, gone tomorrow. Why do we allow life not to give us what we want? Because we're shortchanging ourselves by our attitude. The attitude of gratitude. Thanking God that we're above ground. And seeing what we can do to make life not all better, not only better with ourselves but with the people we contact our lives with. In other words, being able to walk our talk, being able to be a good example is the best gift you can give your family. Thank you for that. I will see you next week. I have a very special show featuring a beautiful doctor and her sister. They're going to be talking about mission work that they're doing in Kenya. So you want to tune in. Tasha Hawthorne, we'll see you and Tanya next week. Thanks for joining us.